Before you left Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. talking about regenerative medicine now because people who have joint pain are getting real lasting relief without drugs or surgery. Hey, it's Steve Russell. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in this exciting treatment. They use highly concentrated healing agents from your own body to restore and repair damaged joint tissue. If you have ongoing joint pain from arthritis or injury, you need to call QC Kinetics. Don't assume that steroids and surgery are your only options. Times have changed, and regenerative medicine can get you moving again with no downtime. Stop taking the pain meds and discover this remarkable alternative that pro athletes have been using for years. Thanks to QC Kinetics, this amazing treatment option is now available for folks like you and me who are sick and tired of joint pain. Spring's coming, and you want to enjoy all life has to offer. Call QC Kinetics now and get a free consultation with local medical professionals. Now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages. 352-400-4550. QC Kinetics. Calling Gator Nation. You are invited to be part of Gator history on Friday, February 10th for the official dedication of Steve Spurrier Way at Celebration Point Promenade in front of Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. Lots of dignitaries and press will be on hand to witness this historic event. And it's open to all who bleed orange and blue. It's the grand unveiling of Steve Spurrier Way. It's all happening Friday, February 10th from 530 to 615 at Spurrier's Gridiron Grill in Celebration Point. Hey, it's Steve Russell from my friends at Floral Expressions Florist. Valentine's Day is Tuesday, but don't wait till the last minute. Visit Floral Expressions Florist online now for the special gifts they'll love. Choose from roses, mixed bouquets, balloons, and chocolates, beautiful gift baskets, scented candles, and stuffed animals. Floral Expressions delivers, too. It's so easy. Order online now. Visit floralexpressionsflorist.com or call 352-375-1234. 375-1234, Floral Expressions Florist in Gainesville. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports, have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Welcome to a Thursday edition of Sports Scene, ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch, talk some sports. Zach producing the broadcast today. We have got a jam-packed show today. If all of our guests will be here today, uh, and that's a grand total of six if they all make it. Um, so that should be kind of fun. Um, now, lots to talk about. If I'm waiting on Mandy O'Leary, the Gator lacrosse coach, to call us, uh, hopefully she will uh, as they open their season on Sunday. Also today, Gator men's golf coach J.C. Deacon, they host the Gator Invitational this weekend. Former Gator pitcher Darren O'Day will talk about his MLB recent retirement. Steffi Sorensen, former women's basketball player, will talk SEC women's hoops. Mark Messier, yeah, as a Rangers fan, I'm geeked to talk to him. Uh, he'll talk a little National Hockey League, of course, working for ESPN. And then one dude named Steve Spurrier because they're going to be naming a street after him tomorrow near his restaurant. We'll get his thoughts um, about that. So if all goes according to Hoyle here, uh, we may also get Tim Thompson, who uh, works for the Vanderbilt uh, Network. Vandy, you know, Florida's next. To, 
it, it, it's going to be interesting to me. Vanderbilt got an Alabama team after Alabama played their worst game of the year and losing to Oklahoma, and Alabama just blitzed them. Florida plays its worst game of the year, arguably, right? Who is next in town? Vanderbilt. But they come off a huge. Did you see the last second shot they made from the corner? Corner three, and Vandy nips in-state rival Tennessee. Big win. They've got five league wins now. They're, Vanderbilt's playing better. So if the Gators have any kind of a hangover here, uh, that's not good. Uh, all right. We will take calls as we can today, 392-8255, and you can email uh, Russell at WRUF.com. I, d- I did want to mention this, though. The SEC just announced this. $722 million of total revenue is being divided among the SEC's 14 schools. Ready for that? $722 million. That's just mind-boggling. We're going to talk a little bit of lacrosse because their season starts Sunday at home. Michigan comes to town for Mandy O'Leary's team. Mandy, always good to have you. Welcome. Oh, thanks. Thanks for having me. Uh, you're ranked in the top ten in the country. Could this be, Mandy, your best team since you've been here? Yeah, it probably could be. Um, we have just such a, a good, diverse group with upperclassmen and freshmen who are all going to contribute. So this is this is by far one of our one of our best teams. Uh, when you look at you have a new team in your league, James Madison, and uh, they're pretty good. You're once again picked to win the American. What might be, you mentioned a little bit, what's going to be the strength of your team, do you think? You know, I think our, I think our offense is going to be our strength. Um, we, ha- we return a, the whole group of our attackers. Um, I think we have a really strong core of midfielders as well. And um, so I think we're going we're gonna to score a lot of goals. Um, and and we're, we're a work in progress on that defensive end, but we, we have a great goalie um, in Sarah Resnick who's been with us for five years. So she's super experienced back there, and I think she can, you know, she can, she can keep us in some games single-handedly. I'm glad you – I had her, by the way, on my show a couple of weeks ago. Delightful to talk to. Um, but for those who don't know the sport, you know, you, you, when you hear goalie, you think of hockey – well, what what does the keeper do? Is it is it very similar in your sport as it is in hockey? Yeah, it really is. I mean, you know, she basically has to have amazing eye-hand coordination. She has to have quick hands. Um, you know, she has to be able to get get down on the down on the ground, back up. Um, so, yeah, a lot of the a lot of the characteristics of a of a hockey goalie would would certainly correlate to to our lacrosse goalkeeping. Uh, any could any newcomers help you out this year? Yeah, we have a really strong group of freshmen. I'm really excited about them. Um, they've come in and and done a fantastic job of actually pushing some of our upperclassmen for some starting positions and playing time. So, um, yeah, we have a great core, and I'm I'm looking forward to seeing that a lot of them will will get some playing time on uh, on Sunday, and I'll be anxious to see how they uh, 
how they get out there and, and play against the, you know, this, this big team in, in Michigan. Uh, I was going to just ask you about that. Tell me about Michigan. Yeah, I mean, I, they're always really, really strong. Um, their coach, they have one of the best coaches in the country. She's uh, she's super creative, so her game plans, she always kind of thinks outside the box, um, and I think they're just really strong. They they return a, a core group of, of returners that are going to, you know, I think really test us. So it'll be, a, it'll be a good game for us. I mean, we always try to, you know, front end our schedule with, with the best competition. And I think we, we do that again this year with Michigan, Maryland, and UNC being in that, in that top group. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, I got an email here from somebody named Mark who must be a lacrosse person, and he said, um, can you talk about uh, attacking and different ways to attack the goal? And he said, has the game changed a lot since you started coaching? Good question. Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, I, I think the the most similar sport to to us would be basketball. So our offense runs a lot of two man. Um, as a matter of fact, I, I watch a lot of a lot of basketball clips, um, a lot of basketball games, because I think we can learn a learn a lot. And I was watching that Alabama offense last night yeah. when he was doing the whiteboard. I was like, we could definitely we could definitely run that um, their offense for lacrosse just add two more people and we'd be good to go. Um, but I think it's, it's really similar, like two-man games, three-man games. Um, so we, we do pull a lot from basketball. And I think offensively, you know, we have such good players that complement one another. So we have, like, a lot of 1v1. So we can, we can kind of go hard to the goal cage solo or we can work in tandem with, with players. So, you know, our offense is, I think, going to be really, really strong. We have a a transfer from UNC who is a fifth year Taylor Wareheim and I think she you know she's come in here and and brought some real experience and and some new ideas from what they did at UNC so um yeah offensively I, I think we're going to it's going to be exciting Manny, I, I hope you know sometimes when I try to ask uh sort of uh logistical questions I get in trouble with a sport I don't know you know really well but let me try um, in hockey, you see line changes and that sort of thing. How do you do your substitutions? What goes into making a substitution for you? Yes, yeah, same thing. Same thing as in hockey. It's line changes. So we have um, substitution on the fly. So um, a lot of times you'll see midfielders because they, you know, they're running 120 yards um, up and down the field consistently. So um, we'll do. A, quite a few line changes we have you know up to four midfield lines and there's three middies on each line uh, so yeah it's it's very very similar to hockey um, when you do those line changes but everything is is substitution on the fly so just like hockey comes you know comes out of that box we we do the same we just run in and out of the box good glad it wasn't a bad question um no <laughs> <laughs> let me end with this you know sometimes as a coach, you're young, you have a certain style or a certain way of doing things. You've done this a while now. Have you changed much as a head coach in terms of what you ask your players to do and, you know, what you want from them? Has that changed much? You know, I don't think, you know, I don't think that has changed much. I think we, you know, as a coach, you have a, you know, you have a clear plan as to what your expectations are and, and how to go about that. I think what changes is, how you actually 
ask that of your team with each year because every year you have new players coming in and and how you can coach them and some are you know visual learners some are um like they you can tell them and and they they can understand just by listening to it um so i think just the techniques of how you coach kind of change every year depending upon what your personnel is and what your players you know what their their best way for them to learn Last thing, give yourself a plug here. Tell fans when you play on Sunday, all that stuff. Yeah, Sunday um, at 12 at the at the Diz. Um, it's also um, Pet Adoption Day. So we're giving out um, 50, I think, free dog collars. Um, I think they also might be able to be used as cat collars. But, yeah, <laughs> we hope everybody comes out and obviously adopts a pet but also uh, stays for the game okay that's great i wish you luck good luck as the season goes along we'll get you back as, as the season progresses always appreciate you mandy thank you absolutely thank you and go gators you got it coach thank you done a great job with that that program mandy o'leary gator lacrosse 12 12 time check brought to you by hayes Shillery. gator invitational in golf is coming up this weekend jc deacon will join us next espn 98 1 fm 850 am wruf Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Ellie Shreve. The Florida Gators women's basketball team is back in action tonight as they host Mississippi State. The Gators enter the game 14-9 on the season. You can catch coverage right here at 645. Also in Gator sports, the softball and lacrosse teams open their season this weekend. Gators softball will hit the road to take on Boston University in the USF tournament on Friday, while the Florida women's lacrosse team will host the Michigan Wolverines on Sunday. In high school girls' hoops, regional play continues tonight. In the semifinals, games include Williston versus Trenton and Madison County versus Hawthorne. In the quarterfinals, Gainesville takes on Niceville and PK Young plays Trinity Christian Academy. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Ellie Shreve. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Folks, if you're like me, you're driving a Southeast Garden cigar. And there's great reason for that. Because the Cousins family has been in business for over 40 years. That tells you about their longevity, their credibility in terms of giving you the best alternative you have to purchasing a new vehicle. The best in late model, low mileage vehicles. Their selection is tremendous. They do a great job of bringing a wide variety of vehicles to their place of business, which gives you a greater selection to choose from. It's really that simple. Their sales staff is there to answer any questions you may have. If you go test drive the vehicles in person, they'll make sure that happens for you. And remember, you can go online, secars.com, and you can check out the vehicles that way. All the information is there for you as well. When you go see them in person, make sure and tell them Sports Scene sent you to the good people at Southeast Car Agency. Here's a Valentine's reminder from International Diamond Center. It's not just the thought that counts, it's the effort too. So let IDC turn your Valentine's Day gift into a grand romantic gesture with our ultimate Valentine's Day package. Right now, when you spend $99 or more on jewelry at IDC, we'll give you some gorgeous long stem roses, a box of delicious chocolates, and a gift card towards dinner at Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. It's just one stop at IDC, and you create a total romantic experience. You simply choose which ring pair of 
earrings or bracelet or sparkling pendant best matches your special someone, and we take care of the rest. And as always, we guarantee the best value price with no commission salespeople. The ultimate Valentine's Day package. Jewelry, flowers, dinner, and candy from IDC. And it's yours just for spending $99 or more on some nice jewelry she'll love. Sure does make it look like she's worth the extra effort, and that's the thought that really counts. Hurry in now because packages are limited. International Diamond Center at Celebration Point. Directions and more at shopidc.com. Florida law requires you to remain at the scene of a crash and to call for help. Leaving the scene is a felony offense that includes losing your license and possible jail time. After a crash, stay at the scene, call for assistance, and wait for first responders to arrive. If you have information on a hit-and-run crash, report it by calling Star FHP or anonymously to Crime Stoppers at Star Star 8477. A message from the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles. This is a special alert to all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an auto warranty about to expire or with no warranty coverage at all. Due to a decline in the economy, CarShield is announcing a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that is now available to the public to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on future auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. Pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. An open phone line has been established for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-932-8603 now. Drivers who are covered will not have to pay for covered repairs again. This protection plan is at an all-time low. Additionally, drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Call us for your free quick quote today. 800-932-8603. That's 800-932-8603. What do you have to lose? Call 800-932-8603. Again, 800-932-8603. The WRUF Radio App, your source for sports every second of every hour of every day. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gator soccer coach Samantha Bohan, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Lots of Gator activity this weekend, including Gator Men's Golf hosting their own Invitational. Head coach, J.C. Deacon, now joins us. Coach, good to have you. Welcome. Steve, thanks for having me back. You got it. Um, Let's talk about your opener, because you had a great tournament there at the Seabest Invitational, and you had Fred Biondi get medals honors here. Were you pleased with the way you played? Yeah. Probably um, in my uh, my nine years here at Florida, it's probably the most dominant uh, victory we've ever had. Um, we won by 23 shots, um, which which is a ton over 54 holes, and we had six guys. Uh, one of our individuals um, finished. Two of our individuals finished in the top 10. So six guys in the top 10 and winning by 23 shots. It was uh, awesome, and and um, I'm happy for the guys that their their hard work in the month of January really paid off for them. Tell me about the tournament this weekend, who's in it, et cetera. Um, we've got a really solid field. Um, Georgia Southern uh, is having, having a really good year. They're, they're coming down. Um, North Florida, who finished second at, a, at our first event um, and then finished second again at their home event to Vanderbilt this past weekend. They'll be here as well. A um, bunch of other Florida schools. you got FAU. South Florida, and then uh, Jacksonville's playing, and then we got West Virginia, 
uh, Penn State, Stetson, North Texas. Um, so it's a, a Liberty plan as well. So we got a, a bunch of schools from all over the place and, and uh, should be a, a really good test. Looks like the, the weather might test us a little as well. <laughs> yeah, I but. saw that. It's funny. I was thinking that would – I said, oh, boy, I saw Friday into Saturday. That's not, that's not good for golf. Um, no. Uh, let me ask this. You, you've had a tournament and you had you know whatever lineup you had and you did well. How much early in the year, JC, do you sort of tinker with, with what you have roster-wise and who plays? Uh, fantastic question, and I, I think it's, um, it's, it's really getting tough right now because we have eight or nine guys that are really kind of pushing um, for a spot. And, and we've got four um, who have really solidified themselves, Fred Biondi, Ricky Castillo, Yushin Lin, and uh, John Dubois, who won the SEC championship last year. Those four have just been um, really, really solid for us for, for you know pretty much a two-year stretch now and uh i'm excited for matthew crest he uh he is making his gator debut in the lineup this weekend this will be the first time he's ever played for the team he's played played as an individual a few times but um it's different when when you're representing the orange and blue and and you're playing for your teammates so he's he's getting a shot this weekend and um if you know if we're going to win an fcc championship or, or contend to win a national championship this year we've got to get um, big time contributions from all five guys, and um, Matt's going to get a chance this weekend to to kind of take take hold of that spot. I'm I'm really excited for him. Can people come out and watch? Yes, free free admission at the Bostic right here on on the University of Florida campus, and uh, it's it's really really impressive. Georgia, Georgia Southern is bringing a young man named Ben Carr who lost in the final of the U.S. Amateur. Uh, earlier this or this past summer, he's going to be playing in the Masters and the U.S. Open. Um, so these are there's a ton of future stars. You know, Ricky, Fred, and Yushin for us are, are all going to be turning pro in June, and I'm sure going to be playing pro golf here pretty soon. And um, it's a chance to to watch them play before um, you know they they hit big stardom. But these guys all hit the ball 300 yards in the air. It's it's amazing to see in person and. Um, really encourage any parents if if you don't have much to do, bring bring your kids out and and watch these guys hit the ball and and hopefully we can get a couple couple more youngsters into the game and and inspire them a little bit this weekend. Jesse, I was gonna. It's funny you mentioned that because I was gonna end by asking with all the technology, you know, and the equipment. I mean, people are just crushing golf balls now. It's <laughs> amazing to see. Is that good for the game? I mean, eventually. Will that have to be toned back because of the way courses are constructed? What do you see as the future of that? Yeah, I mean, the USGA, um, they probably caught it a little bit too late. That's the United States Golf Association, who's kind of the governing body of, of everything we do. They might have caught it a little bit late, um, but they have cracked down. So there is a, a maximum distance that a driver is now allowed to to carry, you know, by a robot that, that they have measuring new equipment. So um, it's only going to be the players from, from now on. It's not going to be technology that's helping them hit it further, hopefully. But um, it, it's changed the game a lot. And uh, it's just an absolute prerequisite to, to play high-caliber high elite pro golf. You have to hit the ball a long way. And if you can't carry it 300 yards – it's, it's going to be pretty tough to be one of the best. So, um, But it's, it's amazing. Like, our course isn't that long. 
but we're going to have really firm, really fast greens this weekend, and it's, it's probably going to give a lot of people fit. So there are ways to, to make golf courses hard, but uh, distance has changed everything, and it's certainly changed the way that, you know, we recruit and that we, we plan going forward because – um, you just you gotta you gotta be able to have some power and and uh, be able to really hit it. Yeah, but you're still putting for dough, right? Yes, yes, you are. <laughs> and the, the the best players are the the guys who who drive it the longest and straightest and 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 putt the best that week. There's no no doubt that's that's never going to change. You gotta gotta get the ball in the hole. All right, let's hope the weather holds up again. Gator Invitational this weekend. You can go out and watch them, and you can go out and watch Coach J.C. Deacon's team compete. Always appreciate you. Good luck this weekend. Let's hope the weather holds up. Yeah, thanks a lot, Steve. I appreciate your time. Okay, J.C., appreciate you. Thank you. J.C. Deacon, Gator men's golf coach here, joining us on Sports Scene. Uh, all right, before we get to our next guest, who is going to be the great Mark Messier, if you want to sneak a call in here, you can. Uh, we're going to have to kind of sneak those in today. We are not doing a show tomorrow, um, so we'll try to and try to take some emails, too. 392-8255. And again, you can email uh, Russell at wruf.com. Uh, let's see. Mike says that he loves Alabama's style of play. Exciting to watch. They're winning with it. Both Coach White and Coach Golden State were going to run up tempo. Oh, okay. It's the same thing. It's, it's okay. Um, you can just take the email he sent me like 20 years ago and continue the same thing. Um, but they're good. No question. They're good. Uh, let's get Paul here. Uh, he says, tough to watch last night, but isn't this just a measuring stick for what Florida has to do? Of course it is. Of course it is. You're going to get some, when you play 30-something or 20-something games, you, you may have one or two, you don't want to have a lot of them, but you may have one or two like this. And I, I love what Coach Golden said last night. We're going to flush this. You know, how much can you take from this? And I kind of understand the thinking there. Um, you kind of do have to flush it because that loss isn't going to hurt them. They're not. So it's not. I mean, so that, I guess, is the good part. You, you cannot let this linger. You cannot lose at home to Vanderbilt. That's what's got to change. Andrew, you got one minute. Go ahead. Yeah, I was wondering if you think there's going to be some, uh, like, quit with the team, like, when we since we lost, and, like, it just doesn't seem this this team's not going to be a national championship team. Do you think they'll keep fighting to get in the tournament, or do you think, some of, you think there'll be some quitting them? I think they'll continue to fight. I mean, when, when you say they're not a national championship team, I mean, I think we all knew that start of the year, but it doesn't mean you don't fight to get in the NCAA tournament. I think they will continue to do that without question. Do you think the transfer portal, um, uh, does it, does it create something where like, if you're like ready to leave the program, like you just, maybe you're, you're one foot's out the door a little bit. <laughs> in some cases, I think, I mean, if you're sitting the bench and you're not playing, you know, maybe, but if you're playing, you, you want people to, if, if you want to go on the portal, you want them to recognize that you've got some skill and talent if you go into it. Andrew, I appreciate your call. Thank you. 
12-27 time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. From the heart of campus and the College of Journalism and Communications on Stadium Road, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. I would say that not only because they're absolutely the best, that they do pay attention and listen to each different patient and what their needs are, what their fears are, how they can help them through the, the different processes that you need to go through to have healthy teeth. And that's what's really important to me. It's the difference between night and day, just having the absolute best and know that that's what I have and um, I'm healthy. And I know that that's what I'm going to be for the rest of my life because this is my team for the rest of my life. It's terrific. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. Join us at Odyssey as we all do our one thing, together millions of things for our planet. Did you know that romance can be eco-friendly? Simply give your sweetheart an experience rather than a gift. You can plan a night on the town that includes dinner at a local restaurant, ballroom dancing, or tickets to the theater. You could also plan a couple's massage or even a hot air balloon ride. You can create a great memory without creating any physical waste. When we each share our one thing, it becomes a hundred things, a thousand things, a million things for our planet. What's your one thing? Valentine's Day is next Tuesday, but don't wait until the last minute. Visit Floral Expressions Florist online now for the special gifts they'll love. Choose from roses, mixed bouquets, balloons, and chocolates. Plus, gift baskets, scented candles, and adorable plush animals. Floral Expressions delivers, too. It's so easy. Order online now. Visit floralexpressionsflorist.com or call 352-375-1234. That's 375-1234. Floral Expressions Florist in Gainesville. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Increasing clouds this afternoon, warm and breezy, highs in the low to mid-80s, wind gusts 15 to 20 miles an hour. Increasing cloud cover tonight, lows near 60 with a chance for scattered showers, on and off showers and storms tomorrow. A few storms could be strong, especially toward the I-10 corridor. The chance for storms lingers into Saturday. Cooler temperatures Saturday and Sunday in the mid-60s. In the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Williams, and Max Kellerman. My top five scorers of all time. At number five all time, Kobe Bryant. At number four, Kevin Durant. At number three, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. At number two, Wilt Chamberlain. And at number one, Michael Jordan not only led the league in scoring, which is what we mean when you say scoring champ, ten times. Key, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. We are your home for Florida Gators softball. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gators head baseball coach Kevin O'Sullivan, and you are listening to Sports Team with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98, 1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Atta baby, Sully. I'll be with you Friday, week from tomorrow, opening day 
Forget Our Baseball. Well, it's a pleasure to have my next guest on because I am a longtime New York Ranger fan. And when you know the name Mark Messier with the Rangers, uh, that says it all. Mark, welcome. I, I go back to the Rod Gilbert, Jean Rattel, Eddie Jockerman era. So been a Ranger fan for a while. Good to have you. Wow, and you played through the Sassoon era as well, then. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, let, let me start with this. I saw something on uh, ESPN.com that intrigued me about, you know, ex- possibly expanding the playoffs and, you know, maybe the players not wanting that. Put your skates back on, Mark. Why would players not? Is the season just too long now? Well, I, I think 82 games and the amount of parity in the league right now, uh, the the amount of time that you spend on the on the hard side of the puck, as they call it, uh, through 82 games is is unbelievable. Uh, there's no easy there's no easy games during the regular season. Anybody can beat anybody, and then to go after that and play already two months of the playoffs, I think it would be a tough ask for the players. I think the the two months of of, of playoff hockey. Playing every other night, uh, mentally, physically, emotionally, is uh, is is a big ass. So, uh, I, I mean, I, I'd like to see the proposal. You never say never, but you know, as it is right now, uh, that, that this the 82 games in the, in the two months of the playoffs is uh, seems to be a lot. But you never know. I'd like to see the proposal. Um, at the start of the season, Mark, to now, has there been a team? that has surprised you in a positive way from what you thought it would be at the start of the year? And has there been a team that's maybe disappointed a little bit to this point? Well, I, I, I think everybody would have to point to Boston this year and say that nobody saw that coming, the start that they got off to and then been able to sustain it. With the injuries that they had, I, you know, I said myself at the start of the season that if Boston could just hang on for the first couple months of the season and play 500 till they got healthy and then make a run for the playoffs. But, I mean, it's just been remarkable what, what the season that they've had, uh, you know, historic in, in many ways, uh, and the consistency. I mean, they're getting it from from everywhere. Uh, they got a great uh, defense, you know, uh, you know, a lot of parity up front in the scoring and secondary scoring, and the, and the goaltending is is as good as there is in the league. So, uh, from that perspective, you know, you'd have to say Boston. I mean, there's been some other great stories, but if you had to pick one, I would say that and. Then you'd have to go to Florida on the flip side of that, you know, winning the President's Trophy last year and making some moves, getting a an amazing talent like Matthew Kachuk and a uh, superstar in every sense of the word. But you know, when you when you fool with chemistry in any team, it, it doesn't that chemistry doesn't come back overnight. And we're seeing that in, in, in with both teams. That uh, both teams kind of disrupted their, their their you know their core chemistry, and that core chemistry takes sometimes you know, years to build, and I think we're seeing the the effects of that on both Calgary and Florida, but certainly Florida probably be the biggest surprise on the flip side. We carry Tampa Bay here, Mark, and certainly there, there's a lot of mileage on some of those guys because of all the deep runs they've made in the playoffs. Are the Lightning still a dangerous team? I would not want to play the Lightning in the first round. Um, it's remarkable what they've been able to do over the last few years, the amount of hockey that they played. It's just a testament to you know the whole organization as, as a whole, uh, right from the ownership down to the management to the coaching staff, and then to the core players who've been through it all. Um, you know they're they're road warriors now. Uh, what they've been able to 
learned over the last few years is such a huge advantage over us, the rest of the league, uh, the experiences and knowing the cadence of the regular season, knowing what they have to do in order to get themselves prepared for the playoffs. Um, you know, I, I just, I just, I just would, would not want to play him. And obviously with Vasilevsky and net, I mean, the first thing you do when two teams meet up in the playoffs is you start the comparisons by looking at the goaltenders. And I don't think there's a team in the league that's going to win that matchup head to head on. And then, of course, the experiences. And to have a base stays healthy through the regular season now, um, you know, they're, they're, they're a nightmare matchup for anybody in the first round. Mark Messier, our guest here on Sports Scene, talking National Hockey League. Mark, it hasn't been that long since you played. Has the game changed much or a lot since you skated? Well, I think it, it's, yeah, it's, it's light years since when I played. Uh, it's, it's, it's evolving so quickly uh, from every angle. Um, if you look at just the technology that's coming into the game, is it going to make the players better, faster? The training is going to make the players bigger, stronger, uh, more endurance, um, strategies, coaching. But talent-wise, um, you know, we're seeing you know, some incredible things happen at the NHL level, but they were also seeing it at the minor league levels. We're seeing it at 10- and 9- and 10-year-olds, players, boys and girls, emulating what's happening at the NHL level. So the talent coming into the National Hockey League is is remarkable. I will, however, say that it's one thing to be a talented hockey player, and it's another thing to be good enough to make the NHL, but there's a big, big difference of, of, of knowing and learning how to play winning hockey. Uh, playing hockey and playing winning hockey are miles apart, and um, and I think that we've seen that over time in, in the National Hockey League with players and teams struggling at certain times and certainly when it matters most. So learning how to play winning hockey is uh, is the most important thing, but uh, for all the players and all the teams, and but for for me, retiring almost 20 years ago now, uh, I don't even think you could, could compare the game. Wow. Final thing, i got to ask about your thoughts on the Rangers. They're having a pretty nice year. Is this franchise headed in the right direction? Well, I think the, the franchise is no question heading in the right direction. The biggest thing that you have to understand as a player and as a team is that year to year is completely different and whatever they captured last year, whatever chemistry they captured last year, whatever happened in that room to galvanize that team together, it's completely different this year. And it is for every team. Every year is completely different. You can't expect to come back the following year and everything to be the same. You have to find that, you know, that one seminal moment that each team looks for every year to galvanize that particular team. And for the Rangers, they've made, a substantial move since last year. They've had to rely on on a lot of their young players. Uh, a lot of the young players like Lafreniere and Capocacco and Cheadle and you know their young defense core. I mean, they're leaning on them for play heavy uh, minutes, and they have to produce. And they struggled a little bit early because of it. But now it seems to me that the players are getting more confidence. The coach is getting more confidence in the young players. They're playing them more, and um, you know the Rangers. You know, um, you know, made some big deadline d- deals last year to bolster their lineup to take the pressure off the young. There's no question they're leaning more heavily on the on the younger players, and and uh, the Rangers will go as far as those young players can take them. You enjoying doing the work you're doing? We're having a great time. 
you know, I, I wasn't sure what to expect when I came on with ESPN, but I can only tell you that uh, everybody at at, uh, at the studio from the bosses have been incredibly patient with myself and Chris and Steve Levy is a monster. He's incredibly <laughs> yeah. generous. Uh, he, he has no ego. He's been so amazing and patient with the, with Chris and I, but uh, we're really enjoying it. It's great to be back in the game and, and, uh, and really witnessing firsthand, uh, you know, how, how good the game is again and, and the incredible talent that's that's in the national hockey league. So, yeah, really enjoying it and uh, trying to improve all the time. Well, Mark, I enjoyed having you. Thank you for taking time to talk to us here. It's been a big pleasure for me being the Ranger fan I am. So thanks for making the time. Oh, anytime. Good to, good to be on with you. You got it, Mark. Thank you. Mark Messier joining us here at 1240. Time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now. On ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Ellie Shreve. Gators women's basketball returns to action tonight as they host the Mississippi State Bulldogs in an SEC matchup. You can catch coverage right here at 645. Also in Gator sports, the softball and lacrosse teams open their season this weekend. Gators softball will travel to take on Boston University in the USF tournament in Tampa on Friday. Meanwhile, the Florida women's lacrosse team will host the Michigan Wolverines on Sunday. And high school girls hoops regional play continues tonight. In the semifinals, games include Williston versus Trenton and Madison County versus Hawthorne. In the quarterfinals, Gainesville takes on Niceville and PK Young plays Trinity Christian Academy. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Ellie Shreve. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF. The big screen. Big screen. The atmospheric lighting. atmospheric lighting. The unbelievable sound. There's only one place you could be. Uh, yeah. Um, at my house? Oh, yes. Very nice. Get the home theater you have always dreamed of. Electronics World in Gainesville. Visit electronicsworld.net for more information. Finding security is a tricky thing. It's one part minimizing risk in all facets of life, and one part that fluffy blankie you had when you were three. And since Radiant Credit Union can't get into Grandma's attic to find Mr. Snuggles, we can help secure your financial future with our adjustable rate certificates. Let us secure your savings with rates starting at 4.93% APY for 12 months. Visit RadiantCU.org forward slash secure. 12-month certificate requires $1,000 minimum balance to open account, $10,000 balance to earn APY. Yeah, remember when all phones sounded like that? Hey, it's Brian Mudd, and I sure do. But you've got to go with the times, so go with Affinity Cellular. Affinity is offering three months free service and a free flip or smartphone with a 30-day guarantee. Happy with your current phone? That works, too. Get unlimited talk and text for as little as $15 a month. Get started right now at Affinity, with an A, Cellular.com. Affinity Cellular, everything you need and nothing you don't. Calling Gator Nation. 
You're invited to be part of Gator history on Friday, February 10th for the official dedication of Steve Spurrier Way at Celebration Point Promenade in front of Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. Lots of dignitaries and press will be on hand to witness this historic event. And it's open to all who bleed orange and blue. It's the grand unveiling of Steve Spurrier Way. It's all happening Friday, February 10th from 5.30 to 6.15 at Spurrier's Gridiron Grill in Celebration Point. Sunday, the Kansas City Chiefs and Philadelphia Eagles square off in Super Bowl 57. Hi, this is Scott Graham. Join me and the rest of our Westwood One crew from Arizona for all the action. Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes are hoping to win a second title in four seasons for Kansas City. But the Philly faithful are hoping this one can be as special as their last Super Bowl five years ago. If it's Super Bowl 57, it's right here. Coverage begins Sunday afternoon at 4, right here on WRUF. We're proud to be your home for Gators basketball. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell. Here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. Every once in a while, we have gremlins. And the gremlin has gone into our phone system. So we are trying to get it back. In the meantime, if you have a comment you want to make, please email us, and we will take it that way. Um, and I've got three other guests I'm hoping to get on today, but uh do want to hear from you. And again, if you had a comment about the game last night, uh, I do have a couple of emails I'll do. Could I still have them? Uh, Paul is the first one. Uh, and he says, okay, I think I think we're okay now. So go ahead and call coach. Okay, I think. Try it, Zach, and see what happens. Yeah, I think we're going to be okay. All right. So maybe the gremlins were short-lived in our system. Um, anyway, Paul says, uh, yeah, Steve, it was hard to watch last night, but I agree with you. It's just one game. I agree with what Coach Golden said, too. Flush this and then continue on. Have to beat Vanderbilt. Have to beat Vanderbilt at home. Yeah, again, totally, totally agree with that. All right. Coach Spurrier is hopefully going to join us here in a second. Um, and he is going to have a street named after him. Uh, he's already had, uh, you know, Florida Field, all of that. He's got two national awards named after him, but now he's going to get a street named after him. The head ball coach joins us. See, this is kind of a cool thing. Welcome. And uh, when did you first hear you were going to get this street named after you? 
Oh, I don't know. Three or four months ago, I think Freddie Weeby, who's a managing partner of the restaurant, uh, mentioned something about we're going to get a street named after you. And I said, well, whatever. I'm not, <laughs> you don't have to. But uh, anyway, appreciate the uh, county and uh, the state. Uh, some of the legislative people have to approve this. I didn't realize you can't just go do it uh, in, in your city. So appreciate all those guys uh, helping out with that. And you're going to have a whole lot of people here, Steve, to help celebrate that tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I know you've got several former players and coaches coming to town. That's got to make you feel pretty nice, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, it does. Uh, uh, to have Danny Wolfell come back, and I think Jeremy Foley's going to say a few words there, who was the AD during our time. But, you know, like I tell people, Steve, though, I said that still the greatest honor I think I got is when they put my name on the stadium here. Uh, to have played here at my school and coach here uh, 12 years. And, uh, of course, we went 68-5 and five here, so that might have had something to do with it also. Uh, it, uh, it That's quite an honor, and I, I, I cherish that every day. You know, you with the street here, you know, we've talked a lot, Steve, about the restaurant and, you know, how well that's doing. Uh, that's got to make a source of pride for you, too, because it's, it's a great place to go, not just to eat, but, mm-hmm. you know, hang out. That's got to make you feel pretty good, too, doesn't it? Well, we have excellent uh, people working there, Steve. That's why it's so successful. You know, a lot of sports figures that put their names on restaurant and that haven't done very well. So uh, Freddie Weeby, who sort of put the deal together, he's the managing partner, and uh, all of our managers and uh, everybody works there, from the bartenders to the busboys, the cooks back in the kitchen, all the waiters and so forth. Uh, they do an excellent job, got wonderful attitude, just like a team, you know, to be successful. Everybody's got to like each other. Everybody's got to be positive, and uh, that's what we try to do at the restaurant. You know, it, it, it must be, you, you kind of mentioned this, but having Danny come back and, you know, having some of the other coaches come back, people you played with are coming back here as well for this. Uh, you know, that, that, that speaks a lot for you, Coach. Is it fun? You know, do you still reminisce when you see those guys and still, you know, talk about, you know, when you were here, when you see them? Oh, Steve, all the time we reminisce <laughs> about it. And, uh, you know, every player almost had their one big moment. Uh, Dwayne Thomas, uh, the linebacker, got the pick that finished off FSU. We talked about it quite a bit uh, uh, when we had the reunion of the 97 team. But, uh, you know, it was 30 years ago that uh, Doreen caught the touchdown against Kentucky. And if he don't catch that thing and Danny doesn't hit him, we may not have won the SEC that year, and that led to the four in a row. And uh, if somebody wins four in a row in our lifetime, I want you to tap me on the shoulder, okay, Steve? <laughs> you got <laughs> but, Yeah. Uh, so Doreen's got a touchdown, and, oh, heck, we reminisce about that all the time. Yeah, because if you think about it, if, if, if you go back in time and say, mm-hmm. if you had to say one play, you hate play. to do that, but that really was the catalyst. Because like you said, if you lose that game, who knows? Mm-hmm. And that, that made you go. I mean, did well, you... we'd won in ninety ninety one. Yep. In ninety two, we lost the championship game. So we're we're up there scratching on it every year, and that's what I really I'm most proud of. All of our teams did not win the SEC, but all of them had a chance to. And uh, you know, we went ten and two, three or four years. A lot of the fans were a little upset at ten and two, but uh, sometimes it happens that way. I'm gonna, I was going to ask you this uh, one question outside the, the street naming. You know, you coached in the USFL. And now they're trying to, you know, revitalize USFL or XFL or whatever it is. Uh, do you think those leagues have a chance to stick and at least be something where they would be in, you know, happening every year? 
Uh, well, I think both of them have TV contracts, which gives them a chance. And, uh, uh, you know, it's good for players, uh, coaches that are out of work, and uh, just, you know, more jobs for everybody. So I hope uh, both leagues make it. They'll be a little bit in competition, although the XFL starts here, I think, next week, the 18th is when they start. And then uh, the USFL group starts, uh, I think, a month or two later, something like that. Was that a fun time for you with the Bandits? Well, the Bandits certainly were in the Apollos. Yeah. You know, we went 7-1 and one with our Orlando team and were declared champs. So everybody, uh, I tell them my last year as a coach, we went out a winner down right. there in Orlando. So uh, if I never coach again, then I went out a winner. No doubt. Well, Steve, I always yeah. appreciate you. I know you got stuff to do. Thanks for you know squeezing us in here and making the time. And uh, hopefully I'll see you tomorrow night and, and enjoy that. It's a okay. great honor for you, Coach. Okay. Thanks, Steve. You got hey, it, Steve. Got, you got it. Steve Spurrier. Uh, getting that street named after him, that is going to be a very, very cool thing. Uh, okay, we'll get your calls here uh, for the rest of this hour. So if you have them, uh, call us up now, 392-8255, and you can email uh, srussell at wruf.com, and uh, we'll squeeze some in here because we've got some other guests coming on uh, in hour number two, this is going to be our final show of the week as well. Uh, how about, you know, sometimes when, when there's a trade deadline in a sport, nothing much happens. You know, okay, you, you know, minor deals are made. You can't say that about the NBA this year. Certainly, you can't say that. I mean, big, big names have gone. And i tell you what it shows for me. The power now that players have, right? Kyrie Irving wanted out. Kevin Durant made a second trade request. Well, I, I can hear you now. Well, oh, so what? Whatever you don't, so don't trade him. Well, I'm not going to sit here and tell you a player's going to tank on you, right? But is that player going to be happy? Is, is that player going to be a positive presence in the club in, in the locker room? I don't know, but it is interesting when take a look at that. Todd says, another dismal night from three, missing way too many at the rim. Does Florida need to find a way to adjust with their shot selection? Depending on the defense, they can identify, create spots to create more open mid-range shots. Understand this loss won't directly hurt Florida in the NCAA bid, or if they pick up a win, it'll help them in their NCAA bid. Arkansas, that'd be a quad one win. Wouldn't it? I believe that's right. So your, your search for that. But look, I, I, I guess it's the $64,000 question, right? Beginning of the year, look at Florida. Did you really think Florida was going to be a great shooting team? I did not. So this doesn't surprise me. I, I, now, there have been games when I didn't think they would be as bad, but I just thought they would have to win, you know, mostly on their defense, which is what you know they have done in the past. But it's tough sometimes when you don't put the ball in the basket. I mean, Castleton last night was great. He and Kugel, 44 of the 69 points. 
two guys. John, hello. Hey, good afternoon, Steve. I'll make it quick because uh, I know you got a lot of things going on. Um, I wanted to talk about the Super Bowl real quick. Okay. Both teams are playing very well. But I have a sneaking suspicion that I think Mahomes going to pull it out. Here. I'm going to say a score something like uh, 31-28. I just hope if I don't have a rooting interest in the Super Bowl, which most years I don't, I want the game to be competitive and good. That's right. that. That's all I want. Now, that game can be competitive and good, whether it's you know in your score, John, thirty-one twenty-eight, yes, or if it's ten to seven. Right. You know, I mean, I know people don't like that sometimes, but again, if it is competitive, that's what you want to see. I got you, man. Hey, have a good weekend, bud. You too, John. Thank you. Uh, Phil says, "How come Alabama can get those players and Florida can't?" If I had the answer to that, I'd be coaching. I don't know. Now, Nate Oates has been there, but I mentioned this yesterday. It was three years ago, right, 2019-2020, when that team was barely above 500. Look where they are now. So it can be done. I mean, Florida will have to somehow replace Colin Castleton and he had a double-double again last night. So that's hard. But, again, 4 for 14 isn't horrendous, but it's not good. But that's kind of what Florida does from the arc. Alabama took 34 threes last night. 34 threes. And they made 15. So what's that, 45%, something like that? So, again, Florida, believe it or not, went to the line last night 31 times. They went to the line more than Alabama did. They doubled the times they went to the line. So Florida was getting to the rim. They just didn't hit threes. And, again, we, we can beat this thing in the ground but making shots is important. And Brandon Miller is the real deal. My gosh, he's good. That, that I really, you know, I'd watched Alabama play before, but he's good. You know, he was 9 of 17, uh, almost had a double-double. Uh, pretty good player. Pretty darn good player. Uh, all right, we will get... Uh, one more emailer here before we call it an hour. This is Sam. He says, uh, Vanderbilt got a big win last night. You said they're playing better. Uh, why are they playing better? I've watched Vanderbilt play about a total of a game and a half. They're shooting better. That's what I see. Now, they scored 60-something points last night, which isn't a lot, but Tennessee plays pretty good defense. So, I think Vanderbilt's ascension here into playing better, Sam, is simply because I think they're shooting the ball better. I don't have anything to back that up. That's just what I think. Uh, I'm trying to get Tim Thompson to come on here from Vanderbilt, but because we had our phone issue, um, i got to try to get him on this hour. So hopefully I can before we call it a day. This hour. I want to thank Mandy O'Leary, the Gator lacrosse coach, 
J.C. Deacon, the Gator uh, men's golf coach, Coach Spurrier, getting that street named after him tomorrow, and the great Mark Messier uh, talking NHL from ESPN. Next hour, if all goes right, ES, or the SEC Network, Steffi Sorensen, Darren O'Day, and your questions, calls, and comments. You're listening to ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Come back and join us for Hour 2. WR251CG Gainesville from the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios. We are ESPN 981 FM 850 AM WRUF. Who can you trust with your automobile these days? Hey, it's Steve Russell. As you drive around town, you'll see a lot of auto repair shop chain stores. Every time you go in there, there's a new person behind the counter with the same old song and dance presenting you with a long list of expensive repairs. If you're tired of that type of treatment, do what I and thousands of families have done since 1975. Trust Dave Mays Automotive. Dave Mays Automotive is family-owned and operated, and you can tell because they treat their customers like family. No long list of surprises. In fact, their famous bug checks designed to prevent surprises. They do it all. They'll take care of your entire vehicle. Dave Mays Automotive is located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive in the industrial complex behind Sunny's on Waldo Road. Trust Dave Mays Automotive. They'll get the bugs out. Dave Mays Automotive. We get the bugs. All of them bugs. They say they'll get your biggest tax refund. Jackson Hewitt says your biggest tax refund guaranteed and a chance to double your tax refund. Thousands in weekly prizes during the Double Your Refund sweepstakes. Your biggest refund times two, twice the money. So forget about them. File your taxes on the double at Jackson Hewitt today. No purchase necessary to enter or win. Open to U.S. residents 18 or older who file a 2022 federal tax return. Promotion ends 4 Visit jacksonhewitt.com for rules. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Hey, welcome to Hour 2 of Sports Scene for this Thursday here in the University City. Zach producing the broadcast today. Uh, it's our final show of the week, and we hope to end it uh, really, really well with some really good guests, and we'll take your phone calls in between those guests at 392-8255, and you can email srussell at wruf.com. Right out of the gate here in hour two, going to bring in a former Gator baseball pitcher who pitched a long time, 15 seasons in the big leagues, and finally decided to hang him up. We're going to ask him why. Darren O'Day now joins us. Darren, good to talk to you again. How are you? 
Hey, I'm doing great, Steve. Thanks for uh, thanks for having me on. I appreciate you doing this. I, I guess the question, uh, why now? You know, why'd you decide to finally make this move? Oh man, there's a lot of reasons to go into it. Um, the main one being that uh, I'm just tired of it. And, <laughs> you know, my, my desire to be home with the family and the kids and uh, kind of be done with the, the grind of baseball uh, outweighed that desire to play. Um, I just used to be I used to be pretty good, and now I'm not quite as good. And it's a lot harder to be. Uh, it takes a lot more day to day work to be. Uh, good at this time of my my career so i decided to hang him up uh, i'm sure there's a lot of things you could look back on darren in your long career and you know say whatever but does anything stand out have you had a chance to really sit back and you know look back at your career and, and see what stood out for you yeah there's there's a lot i've been doing you know a few interviews since i retired and it's been fun reliving some old moments i mean if we're just talking about the major leagues, you know, my probably my best personal achievement was making the all-star team in 2015. You know, for the, the people in Gainesville and the surrounding areas that aren't old like uh, me and you, I was a, I was a, I was a walk-on to the uh, baseball team there in Florida. And so I wasn't really uh, much of a, a prospect going into the, the pro ball, especially you know, being a fifth-year senior and and not really having any any juice, so I I managed to make the major leagues and succeed, and then make the All-Star team. And, and just the moment standing out there on that the foul line during the national anthem was was something something pretty surreal. Um, and, and in terms of teams, I've been lucky. I played on a lot of good teams. I played in the playoffs quite a few times, a couple World Series, handful of uh, you know championship series. Those are those are probably my highlight as, as a team uh, team uh, goals, but yeah, it was it was a good career. I had a, a lot of a lot of cool things happen to me. You sure. sure did. When you play, I think you played for six different teams. Is there much of an adjustment, Darren? When you go, I've often wondered this. You know, when you go from one franchise to the other, you know, new teammates, new people. Is it much of an adjustment to make a move like that? Yeah, for sure. Um, it's derailed some guys' careers. You know, some guys are very, uh, you know, it takes them a while to make friends. And I, at the beginning, it was tough. I was on three teams in one year, and I thought that I was headed down that road of just kind of bouncing around and having to make new friends. So it's it's a challenge for sure. Uh, once I got switched to, like, my third or fourth team, I started to realize that the guys on every team are just about the same. You just got to find your little group. Uh, but I, I'm grateful that I got to play for a bunch of teams. I got to meet all different kinds of people around the game. And now that I'm I'm out, I have friends on just about every team, which is pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Would you ever consider coaching at all, or do you want to just, just – this is it? So I figured out what I'm not going to coach, and that's five-year-old baseball. My son just started. <laughs> and I don't <laughs> I don't possess the patience to, to coach that. Uh <laughs> Maybe maybe once they start, you know, figuring out how to play the game, I'll do it. But um, I don't think I'm going to coach at this moment. To coach at the MLB level, it takes a uh, huge time commitment. And that's part of the reason that I decided to, to finish playing is is that I'm just, I've missed so much already. And my kids are, uh, you know, they're at that age where they need me. So I don't think I'll coach. The, the Braves offered me a couple different positions, but just the time commitment was too much, so. 
We'll see. I might I might delve into some broadcasting or radio work this this coming season. We'll we'll see how bored I get at home. <laughs> yeah, that'll be cool to do though. Um, okay, for for Gator fans who are younger and may not remember your time <laughs> here, uh, tell folks when you dropped down. When was that decision made to alter your pitching motion? Yeah, I, so I was uh, lightly recruited out of high school. I was throwing overhand, and I was good enough to be recruited by some smaller schools. And I didn't really want to go to those schools. I wanted to go to Florida and, and focus on on school because I never thought baseball would be an option. And I got to campus. I tried out for uh, my freshman year throwing overhand and made the scrimmage team. Met some of those guys and got cut. They asked me to go to a JUCO, and I said no. So I just went to school and. Excuse me. Lifted weights and just focused on academics. And then the, that summer, when I went home after my freshman year, a friend asked me to join his 18 and over league uh, team. So anybody in Jacksonville who's 18 and over can come try out for this league. So I made that team. Uh, and, and in the meantime, I had learned to just kind of goof around throwing sidearm. So I took it into that league kind of as a uh, a new trick, and it worked out really well. So I said. All right, let's let's go back and try out again. At the risk of being, you know, Rudy from the movie, I tried out again, <laughs> and luckily, uh, I made the team and became, you know, co-closer, and then got a scholarship, and I was lucky enough to play four years there, and and loved every minute of it. Darren O'Day is our guest here on Sports Scene, talking about his recent retirement from uh, MLB after 15 seasons uh, in the big leagues. I want to get your thoughts on the state of the game today, Darren, in terms of, you know, the rule changes and shifting and not shifting and all that, you know, maybe using, uh, you know, robotic umpires. What do you think the state of the game is now? If you were commissioner, would you make any changes? So this is a a big question, Steve. I don't know how long this segment is. but uh, (laughs) Take your time. Take your time. I think this year, um, this coming season, is, is going to be the most interesting season in a long time. And that sounds like I'm pro-rule change. And I don't know if I am until I find out how they play out because, I mean, the one thing nobody's talking about is the new schedule where, where we used to play an extraordinary amount of our games, 52 games against our division. So now, now you get, you know, the Braves – or the, the Mets out of the NL East, they get to beat up on the other divisions. And the central divisions don't just get to beat up on each other, the weaker division. So that's going to be interesting. The shifting rule, oh, man, we'll see what happens. I think the lefties, it ended a few guys' careers. I remember Jim Tomey at the end of his career. He was one of my favorite teammates of all time. You know, Hall of Famer, 500 home run club. He he said he retired because he hated the shift so much. Wow. <laughs> And, and it, it changes the game for left-handed hitters especially. And then the pickoff rules, which I think are a little bit – I think the pickoff rules are a little bit too far, personally. I don't know if I put those in. I understand why they're trying to speed up the game, and I could argue that side of it as well. But I think um, fundamentally telling a pitcher how many times he can pick off is, is, uh, is wrong. And I know that goes hand in hand with with the pitch clock. So you got all these different rules this year that that are coming all at the same time. It's going to be an interesting season for sure. It's been a pleasure to have you back. Are you going to come? Are you coming to town anytime soon? I am. I'll be there uh, to throw out the first pitch of of the beginning of baseball season. Yeah, 
uh, this coming Friday. It'll be the first time I've been back in a while. First time seeing a new stadium. I'm really excited about it. I'm just going to ask you, had, had you seen it? That answered my question. So, well, I'll probably see it because I'll be doing the game. So stop up to the booth, say hello. Thank you for doing this now, though, and uh, enjoy the family. And, uh, you know, you had a great career. And I, I know Gator fans are proud of you for that. So thanks for doing this. All right, thanks a lot. Go Gators. You got it, Darren. Thank you. Darren O'Day, uh, very, very underrated player. He was good for a long time uh, and it was a terrific. You know, you pitch 15 seasons in the big leagues, you're doing something right. I don't care if you throw hard, don't throw hard, you're doing something right, and he did. Uh, and, and I love his uh, candor. I got tired of it. You know, I, you don't hear many athletes, they, they always, a lot of them say, gee, I'm going to miss it, and, and I'm sure there's things he misses. I'm not trying to say he doesn't, but, I mean, how could he, I got tired of it. That, that, that's about as succinct uh, as you can get. Williams said, look like a varsity versus JV game last night. I think this team plays hard. Golden needs better players, similar to football. Agreed. What I struggle with, Miller was on point and locked in last night, as you said. Do something, anything to make that guy uncomfortable. Be physical. Rough him up a little bit, as the old saying goes. Kids today really don't get that concept. I'm not that old. Make him think twice about going in the lane off two feet. That's how you get a great player off his game. I, I, I do agree with that sentiment uh, a lot, William. I don't know if players now are afraid of you know, getting fouls called on them. Uh, I just don't know. Uh, but I hear you. Do something. Lucas says, uh, will the station at the softball games this weekend? I'm assuming yes. Wanted to double check. Uh, and Lucas, as far as your grandpa, thank you. And I'm glad you told me he's doing better. Uh, yes, we are going to carry them. I will give you the exact uh, times that, and games that we will carry here, Lucas, before I go off the air today. Greg says, find it strange Alabama has the top-of-the-line football stadium with their basketball gymnasium is a joke. Kind of looks like Alligator Alley, a bit bigger. I've actually seen that place because, again, I did women's basketball games for so long. They actually had on the drawing board a new facility, and it got scrapped for some reason. I don't know the ins and outs of that, but I think that's not going to be something that's going to get built like right now. 113, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Ainsley Davis. Gator women's basketball is back home tonight hosting Mississippi State in the O-Dome. Florida hopes to bounce back after a 68-42 loss to Ole Miss on Sunday. Catch coverage right here at 645. In other Gator sports, the softball and lacrosse teams both open their seasons this weekend. Gator softball takes on Boston University tomorrow in the USF tournament, while the lacrosse team will host the Michigan Wolverines on Sunday. Also this weekend, the Gator men's basketball team will take on Vanderbilt on Saturday. High school girls hoops is back tonight in the regional tournament. In the Class 1A semifinals, Madison County will take on Hawthorne, Hilliard will face Newberry, and Williston will play Trenton. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Ainsley Davis. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
All right, fellas, this is your annual reminder. Valentine's Day is coming up, and just a heads up, it's only two days after Super Bowl Sunday. So as you're getting ready to party it up for the big game, don't forget it is time to place those orders for that beautiful bouquet for that special someone and the place to do it, Floral Expressions Florist. You can be her chief, and she'll be soaring like an eagle once she sees how incredible the arrangement is. Best part, you don't have to do anything. They deliver anywhere in town. Check them out at floralexpressionsflorist.com or call them up today at 3 This is a special alert to all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an auto warranty about to expire or with no warranty coverage at all. Due to a decline in the economy, CarShield is announcing a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that is now available to the public to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on future auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. Pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. An open phone line has been established for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-932-8603 now. Drivers who are covered will not have to pay for covered repairs again. This protection plan is at an all-time low. Additionally, drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Call us for your free quick quote today. 800-932-8603. That's 800-932-8603. What do you have to lose? Call 800-932-8603. Again, 800-932-8603. Some listeners like you are experiencing firsthand the amazing pain relief from QC Kinetics, even calling your favorite radio host to share the good news. QC Kinetics. I had my right ankle worked on four months ago. Awesome. That's great, man. Look at that, man. Yes, they worked on my elbow. Every day, the QC Kinetics medical professionals treat patients like Mick with the latest regenerative therapies using natural biologics concentrated right at the hurting joint. No surgery, no downtime. I'm telling you, QC Kinetics is the way to go if you don't want to go under the knife and suffer for three months. It it was very easy, as you well know, with your elbow. I'm telling you. You guys are awesome. Mick, appreciate it, buddy. Thanks for the phone call. Really appreciate it. I'm so glad that QC Kinetics did some wonders for you. I mean, regenerative medicine, man, that's the thing these days. Living proof right there. Call QC Kinetics now for your consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. Now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. This is Gator Volleyball Head Coach Mary Wise, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Well, there's an old saying where you go from the frying pan to the, I I don't know what they, anyway, you get where I'm going, right? I forgot, I had it at the top of my head, I forgot it. Florida just comes off a tough game against Alabama. And now uh, they'll host Vanderbilt, who won last night on a buzzer-beating corner three.
to beat their arch rival in Tennessee. We're going to talk Fandy basketball now with Tim Thompson. Tim, thank you for fitting me in. I really appreciate it. Nice win last night. What a game. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was exciting. It was, of course, it was played in Nashville. And, you know, anytime that it's played in Nashville, you still get a lot of Tennessee fans in the in the gym. But, um, you know, it was, it was really a grinded-out game. The, the officials let them play uh, both ends of the court. And um, it came down to, you know, last four seconds of the game – you know, we had a guy, Tyron Lawrence, who's been playing pretty well last last couple games and jumps up and knocks a three down as the buzzer went off. And um, it was, I mean, it was a big win for Vanderbilt. They needed a more of a signature win that they haven't had in the last few years against a quality team in, ten, uh, in Tennessee. And Tennessee didn't play great, but um, it was that kind of game where it was just every possession was physical and you just, you know, we're just grinding things is what it was. So, you know, I, I think Coach Stackhouse was pretty proud of the team. Tim, I, you, you kind of mentioned this twice, and I agree with you, but I want to get your thoughts as you watch the league. I, I think, you know, there's a lot of people that want to see more scoring. I get that. But I, our league is a tough, grinding, physical league and I'm not sure if it's because of the refs let him play or just by design but do you see that as well am I wrong in saying that no I, I think you're absolutely right um you know I think the the officiating I think and I will say this last night is officiating I mean there were there were calls that could have gone both ways for both teams but I think that it was a fairly officiated game but it was very very physical and I think that's the way the, the officials are letting teams play right now and um, you know, it's, it's pretty obvious. I mean, yeah, you'd love to, you know, score, you know, 80, 90 points a game, but that's just not the way the game's played right now, unless you're a really great outside shooting team like Alabama. They, you know, Alabama beat us 101 to 44, and they shot, you know, they shot 70% from three-point line. So if you can shoot it from the perimeter where you don't have to grind it all the time, uh, you can score points, but if you've got to go into your half-court offense and grind it, it's going to be you know a 62-60 to 60 game is what it's going to be. Vandy has played much better of late, Tim. What's caused that? Well, I, I think Coach Stackhouse now kind of has his substitution pattern um, a little bit more consistent with what he wants to do. Um, there was a stretch in there where – you know, certain guys were playing really well, and then all of a sudden they would just fall off. I mean, Jordan Wright's a perfect example. He's a senior, um, and he's kind of gone on a roller coaster a little bit, and um, he didn't he didn't play great for two or three games. He came off the bench, and and then you know now has started to get more minutes and has has started, and um, and so I I think that you know just the consistency of the lineup now that Coach Stackhouse has is is really, really helping the team. Uh, generally speaking, how deep does Vandy go now? Well, he shortened the bench a little bit. Um, you know, now he goes probably seven to eight deep. Um, a lot of it depends on how the substitutes are playing. Like last night, you know, Miles Studi, um you know he didn't he didn't shoot the ball very well i mean he's an outside shooter and didn't did not shoot the ball very well he barely played in the second half so you know he shortened up his bench to go about 7 deep in in the Tennessee game i i don't see him you know coach stackhouse going more than 
you know, eight, maybe sometimes nine if there's foul trouble, that kind of thing. But it's not going to be 10 or 12 guys getting double-digit minutes. Uh, statistically, uh, scoring about 70 a game, you know, okay from three. If I, if I said to you, complete this sentence, Tim, that the strength of this team is blank and the weakness of this team is blank, how would you fill that in? Um, the strength of the team right now is uh, Liam Robbins, the big seven-foot kid, doing work down at the low block. Um, he and, and he's just a he's just a load down there. And when he does work down at the low block, now all of a sudden our three-point shooting becomes much more effective because he'll go inside out. He's a really solid passer uh, from the low block. Uh, but when he's when he's playing well, then everyone else kind of you know, rallies around him. Um, I just think some of the inconsistency in, in, the, in the starting lineup um, is kind of our weakness. Um, you know, Miles Studi has really struggled. Other than the Texas A&M game, you know, he's probably shooting in conference, and that's what I look at now. You know, you're 11 games into conference, and I don't even really look at the overall stats anymore. Yeah. I just look at the conference stats because those are the ones that are telltale sign of where we are right now and Miles Studi has really struggled in 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 conference shooting and when he's not shooting the basketball well then you know we we tend to to struggle from from the outside but I think overall defensively we've done you know a pretty solid job again Liam Robbins has done a great job defending the rim um, he had four or five blocks last night against Tennessee when he does that now all of a sudden you know some of those mistakes you make on the perimeter um, you know, become block shots instead of, you know, layups or dunks because of, you know, the way he works defensively. So, um, you know, Florida is going to be a tough test. I mean, I, I think Florida is, you know, you, you ran into a buzz, buzzsaw last night against Alabama, but, you know, th- there was a stretch where I thought you guys were playing some of the better basketball in the SEC. Final question for you. Um, Jerry Stackhouse is an int- seems to be an interesting guy. Um, what is his M.O. as a coach? I mean, if I'm going to play for Jerry Stackhouse, Tim, what do I have to do? Well, you better have a certain amount of toughness to you because I don't, I don't know if you saw him play during his 18-year career in the NBA, but he was one tough son of a gun. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, he would fight you, and that's kind of the way that he expects his team to respond around him. And, you know, he has a lot of that North Carolina mentality in him where, you know, he doesn't like to call timeouts. He wants these players to be mature enough and play through adversity, just like Dean Smith did when he was there at, at, at when he played for Dean Smith at, at North Carolina. Um, you know, he's, he's one of those guys that has high expectations. And if you don't meet those expect, expectations, he's going to put you on the bench. It's kind of that NBA mentality. And, and Coach Stackhouse has said it before. The quickest way to get your attention and to play better is to have a seat next to me on the bench, and that's what he'll do. Um, so you, I think mentally you got to be you got to be a tough guy, and physically you have to be a tough guy. He, I think he does a really good job X and O wise when it comes to you know coming um, like the last play of the game when we last night was. I, I thought he did an unbelievable job of getting the guys to the corner where you know if you don't make that two point. Uh, basket to tie it. Now all of a sudden you got double kicks, kickouts in both both corners, and that's what happened. 
um, Ezra Mignon, you know, was looks like he was going to go to the basket. Next thing you know, he he kicks it to the corner for a wide open three, and that's just the way that, that the play was was designed. So I think he does a really good job from an X and O standpoint. But I I will tell you right now, you know, he's he's tough on the officials, just like he was in in the NBA, and he's just a he's a tough minded guy, is what he is. Final thing, uh, fill in the blank here. If if Vanderbilt is to beat Florida on the road. What's got to go right for Vandy? Well, they, they can't turn the basketball over. You know, Vanderbilt's got to be in a situation where there's no live ball baskets, live ball turnovers that turn into baskets. If they take care of the basketball in the half court and don't turn the basketball over, they have a really good chance because of the way that Tyron Lawrence and Liam Robbins are playing right now. Tim, thank you for taking the time to talk to us and fit me in. I appreciate it. And uh, let's, sure, see what the, no let's, problem. let's see what the Commodores do this weekend. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, thanks. Bye-bye. Tim Thompson talking Vanderbilt basketball, one of their analysts. 127, time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery. From the SEC Network, Steffi Sorensen's going to join us. And then the last segment, we'll open it up for you to call, question, and comment. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. If it's happening with the Gator Nation, hear it here first. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Hey, Steve Russell here for the Road Heaver Boys Ranch in Palatka. This facility houses at-risk young boys from troubled homes and is sustained by donated cars, trucks, boats, RVs, or any vehicle. Donations tax-deductible and go a long way towards helping these boys learn real-life skills by repairing the vehicles and reselling them. A real win-win. The Road Heaver Boys Ranch has been helping boys for over 70 years. They need your help. So please consider donating your unused or unwanted vehicle. Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org and learn more. We know that we can depend on Gator Nation to step up when you're needed. The Roadheaver Boys Ranch has been helping at-risk young boys from troubled homes for over 70 years, and they need your help now more than ever. So please consider donating your car, truck, boat, RV, or any vehicle to help these boys. They learn real-life skills by repairing them and reselling them to sustain the facility. Donations are tax-deductible. Cash donations accepted also. Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org to learn more. Thanks again. I've got a better idea. Who wants to help me make something fun and healthy instead? Eating smarter is easy and delicious. Interested in receiving healthy recipes and a whole lot more in your email? Then register at healthiestweightfl.com and learn more about all the small steps that you can take on the way to living healthy. This message is sponsored by the Ounce of Prevention Fund of Florida, the Florida Department of Health, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. Calling Gator Nation. You are invited to be part of Gator history on Friday, February 10th for the official dedication of Steve Spurrier Way at Celebration Point Promenade in front of Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. Lots of dignitaries and press will be on hand to witness this historic event. And it's open to all who bleed orange and blue. It's the grand unveiling of Steve Spurrier Way. It's all happening Friday, February 10th from 530 to 615 at Spurrier's Gridiron Grill in Celebration Point. Valentine's Day is next Tuesday, but don't wait until the last minute. Visit Floral Expressions Florist online now for the special gifts they'll love. Choose from roses, mixed bouquets, balloons, and chocolates. Plus gift baskets, scented candles, and adorable plush animals. Floral Expressions delivers too. It's so easy. Order online now. Visit FloralExpressionsFlorist.com or call 352-375-1234. That's 375-1234. Floral Expressions Florist in Gainesville. 
Time for new tires? Well, trust the experts at TireRack.com. They've been crushing it for over 40 years. Go to TireRack.com slash Dan. Tell them what you drive, and you can use their easy-to-use decision guide. They'll show you the right tires for how and what and where you drive. They've got the full lineup of Kumo tires, test results, tire ratings, consumer reviews, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. This message is brought to you by Discover. Did you know you could reduce the number of unwanted calls and emails with online privacy protection? The latest innovation from Discover. Discover will help regularly remove your personal information like your name and address from 10 popular people's search websites that could sell your data. And they'll do it for free. Activate in the Discover app. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash online privacy protection. That's discover.com slash online privacy protection. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Increasing clouds this afternoon, warm and breezy, highs in the low to mid-80s, wind gusts 15 to 20 miles an hour. Increasing cloud cover tonight, lows near 60 with a chance for scattered showers, on and off showers and storms tomorrow. A few storms could be strong, especially toward the I-10 corridor. The chance for storms lingers into Saturday. Cooler temperatures Saturday and Sunday in the mid-60s. In the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. And now, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. But where's the drama here? We've seen this. It's almost like when the Spurs got to the NBA Finals. We're like, oh, the Spurs. We had been there. We've seen that. And and we've taken Patrick Mahomes for granted. Not that you need a storyline or drama per se, but... I think leading up to this, is everybody going to play nice? The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes, and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. This is Gator soccer coach Samantha Bohan, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Final half hour of our sports scene for today. Uh, we have had terrific guests, and my next guest is in that category as well. I had the pleasure of broadcasting her games when she was playing her basketball here at the University of Florida. She's now with the SEC Network. Steffi Sorensen comes to the program. Steph's good to have you. Thanks for doing this. Steve, it's good to be with you. Yeah, same here. Um, let me ask about the league in general, Steffi. Top heavy this year, certainly. Uh, if I said to you, uh, how good is the SEC this year, how would you answer that? Well, I think right off the top, uh, you know, we've got two of the best teams in the country and in the, in the league. Outside of that, a lot of question marks. You know, I think that, um, you know, and, and I'm headed into studio, uh, SEC Network studio tonight, and I'm looking at a team like Texas A&M. You know, they're at the bottom. They're used to being at the top. Well, yeah. they lost players to the WNBA. Um, you know, and, and, and other teams that I know that we're used to seeing, you know, being at the top that are struggling this year. And there's been some teams that have been dealt um, unfair hands, uh, injuries, um, even, including Taylor Ray Finley's Florida team. I think they're, they're a good team. They've just struggled with injuries. But the league is down um, right now. But it's also nice to have two of the best teams in the country in this conference. You, you look at everybody across the top 20. Oops. Steffi, we lost you. Oh, we lost you there for a second. You're back now. 
Oh, I'm sorry. You got me now? I got you now. Yep, got you now. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Just just kind of reiterating, you know, the league, I think, as a whole, has struggled to produce, you know, big top ten wins like other conferences have. So we just don't have the same power in the net that we're used to seeing. And some of that is just roster turnover, and some of that is, you know, injuries have hurt teams this year. When you look at that gigantic matchup that's going to take place this weekend when LSU – play South Carolina, that that's going to be a national game, you know, spotlight yeah. on the SEC. How do you see that matchup? Oh, Steph, we lost you. How do you. I see that game going? Yeah, how do you, how do you see that matchup? Oh, uh, wow. Well, <laughs> how about the drama going into it with Don Staley getting into it with Gino Ariema? How about that, huh? Uh, yeah. That, that was you know, I have to give Don Staley a lot of credit for going to bat for her team. You know, that's what I would want from my coach, standing up for us. I really think Gino should clarify his comments just because you can take those out of context, and I think that's why Don Staley kind of jumped on him uh, to set the record straight. Not saying that he meant any harm, but the average listener, you're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Um, but leading into the game, I think you got two of the most uh, entertaining, fiery, passionate coaches in the game, and Kim Mulkey and Don Staley. That's just from a coaching standpoint. You got two of the best players nationally in Angel Reese and Aaliyah Boston. Um, I just, the difference to me, being here, LSU is just now getting acquainted with it. Kim Mulkey isn't, but the players that she have has on the team, they're just, they're like, oh wow. We're in the national spotlight. You know, teams are coming for us. I think that's why a lot of their games have been really close lately, and they're adjusting to that. So how will they handle it on the road against the defending national champions? They can't lean on their crowd that they like they like to do. Um, they, they definitely have to play with composure, and they are a very, I would say, emotional team. So I'm curious how the crowd and the energy between the two teams it's our Super Bowl. It's our Super Bowl. I know it's not at 8 p.m. between the Eagles and the Chiefs, but it's going to be a hell of a game. No no doubt. If I uh, said to you, Steffi, uh, is there a surprise team in the league this year that maybe exceeded what you thought that team would do, who would you point out for that? Oof, that's a great question. Um, I'm going to go with Georgia right now. Mississippi State's kind of on the fence for me. Uh, they, they just picked up a really good win against Tennessee. But Georgia, I don't know. Uh, you know, that's a rival for the Gators. Uh, but Coach Abe comes from UCF. And they they took some lumps in the beginning of conference. But they're starting to look really good. They played LSU obviously very close. I was on the call for when they were up against South Carolina at the half, just couldn't sustain it. I think they're getting more comfortable with each other. And given the fact that it's a brand-new team and Coach Abe's first year, pretty darn good, if you ask me, for where they're at. They are considered an NCAA tournament team right now. Yeah. Uh, A a school, and and I I have a bias here because of my friendship with Matthew (laughs) Mitchell, but it wasn't that long ago, Steffi, that Kentucky was pretty good, and they've just dropped off the map here pretty quickly. Can they get their act together and recover? I think so. 
you know, I, I, t- I touched on this with you, you know, right when we got on this call, is that teams lost players to the WNBA. Um, Tennessee did, Texas A&M did, and so did, you know, Kentucky. They lost Ryan Howard, the number one draft pick, rookie of the year. That's, what is that, 25 points, 10 rebounds, five steals, you got to replace. Um, and they lost players to the transfer portal. That's something else you have to take into account. I know we see that on the men's side is the transfer portal, totally overhauling teams, but on the women's side as well. So Kentucky got hit with the portal, the WNBA, um, and I think they're just trying to find their identity. They're starting to look a little bit better. But when you lose a player like Ryan Howard, where do you go? Yeah. <laughs> what is your identity? And, you know, Matthew Mitchell, he hung his hat on defense. And I think Kyra Elsey does that. But when you're, you're replacing a legend like Ryan Howard, getting everybody to buy into defense when you got to score in the league. You know, I've, I've seen them play good defense one game. Their offense not there. Maybe their offense is there, and then defensively it looks a little suspect. So I think that they have a lot of the makings. It's just it's been tough to replace somebody like Ryan Howard. Stephanie Sorensen, our guest here. You see her on the SEC Network talking uh, SEC basketball. Two last questions, Stephanie. You mentioned about Kelly Ray. Uh, very, very nice year last year. They've really been hit by the injury bug. Is she the right fit? Can she get this program going again? Oh, yeah, no doubt. I mean, um, I love Kelly Ray Finley. One thing that is very clear is that she knows how to communicate to her team, and the, that team loved her. And it's very evident, I'm sure, if you've been in practices or you've seen them playing or you've seen in the huddles the way that she is with the girls, um, there's no doubt that last year they rallied behind her. And I think we would see the same thing this year if they were healthy. And I saw him in the non-conference, and I was like, wow, okay, they've got really good guards. I think Shea Kyle can come along um, in that post, uh, post-player post position. But the, the guards, you know, Nina Ricards, uh, Birdie, Leilani Correa, K.K. Deans, you know, they, they had pieces there. And then when the injuries happened and Jordan Merritt was out, Correa was out, just feel like they could never get into a flow. And then when they started to adjust, Steve, then Correa's back. Now Jordan Merritt's back. And it's like, okay, we got to readjust our roles here in the middle of conference play when you want to be kind of <laughs> right. at your best in the middle of February. And they're just now getting healthy. Seen that from a couple teams so far. And for Florida, I think that's been the problem. Is they just haven't been able to really get into a flow because of the fluctuating roster. Let me leave you with this. I'm going to ask this like you played like 50 years ago, and we all know it's not true, but from the, t- from the time that you played here and you see the league now, has the league changed? Has the game changed a lot since your playing days? Ooh, I don't think it's changed a lot. I, you know, I think that there's definitely more of an emphasis on offense. You know, I would have loved maybe if I didn't get – hit as much as I did you know when I played in 08 you know even then you were getting you know I remember just getting clothesline playing Tennessee Glory Johnson just absolutely throwing me um into the into the baseline and and against Georgia you know really Angel Robinson it was so physical and the league is still very physical but I think the rules have just kind of helped offensive players, you know, the freedom of movement and just emphasis on more scoring to help the game. I think that's where it's kind of changed, but the lead is still so physical. You know, I think that was the the point from Don Staley going back to her and Gino was 
you know, his his criticism being that they play too physical. He's like, we play in the SEC. This is how we play. And I think that's really true. I mean, we've seen a lot of transfers come in from different uh, conferences, and the one thing they always say is this is a really physical league. So um, still physical, but maybe a little bit less than when I was in there. And it, it got pretty rough sometimes. Well, we're going to see what happens in that huge game uh, this weekend with LSU and South Carolina. Steffi, uh, thank you for doing this. We'll get you back as the season winds down here. I always enjoy having you here. Thank you for doing it. Yeah, just give me a ring and I'll hop on. Good talking with you. Same here, Steph. Thank you. Steffi Sorensen, who was a really good player here, uh, and again, had a chance to call her games. Terrific, and I'm so glad. Uh, and you could see when she was here, she kind of had a chance to be uh, a good broadcaster, and she is. She's doing a nice job with the SEC Network. 143, time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery. Final segment coming up, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Ainsley Davis. Gator women's basketball is back in action tonight, hosting Mississippi State in the Odom. The Gators hope to bounce back from their tough loss to Ole Miss on Sunday. Coverage starts right here at 645. Gator men's basketball is also home this weekend, taking on Vanderbilt on Saturday. In other Gator sports, the softball team opens their season tomorrow. They will travel to Tampa to face Boston University in the USF tournament. Florida women's lacrosse also opens their season this weekend, hosting the Michigan Wolverines on Sunday. High school girls hoops is back tonight in the regional tournament. In the Class 1A semifinals, Madison County will take on Hawthorne, Hilliard will face Newberry, and Williston will play Trenton. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Ainsley Davis. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. This is a special alert to all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an auto warranty about to expire or with no warranty coverage at all. Due to a decline in the economy, CarShield is announcing a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that is now available to the public to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on future auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. Pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. An open phone line has been established for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-932-8603 now. Drivers who are covered will not have to pay for covered repairs again. This protection plan is at an all-time low. Additionally, drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Call us for your free quick quote today. 800-932-8603. That's 800-932-8603. What do you have to lose? Call 800-932-8603. Again, 800-932-8603. Here's a Valentine's reminder from International Diamond Center. It's not just the thought that counts, it's the effort too. So let IDC turn your Valentine's Day gift into a grand romantic gesture with our ultimate Valentine's Day package. Right now, when you spend $99 or more on jewelry at IDC, we'll give you some gorgeous long stem roses, a box of delicious chocolates, and a gift card towards dinner at Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. It's just one stop at IDC, and you create a total romantic experience. You simply choose which ring, pair of 
earrings or bracelet or sparkling pendant best matches your special someone, and we take care of the rest. And as always, we guarantee the best value price with no commission salespeople. The ultimate Valentine's Day package. Jewelry, flowers, dinner, and candy from IDC. And it's yours just for spending $99 or more on some nice jewelry she'll love. Sure does make it look like she's worth the extra effort, and that's the thought that really counts. Hurry in now because packages are limited. International Diamond Center at Celebration Point. Directions and more at shopidc.com. Hi, this is Dr. Luis Rodriguez of Exceptional Dentistry. Hear what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. What you can say about how the procedures have affected my life is that they haven't. I lose track of which teeth are my real teeth and which are the implants and which have crowns and which don't. They don't give me pain and I'm able to use them and I'm 71 years old and you know I can still eat steak and apples and whatever else I want to eat. What I would like people to know about exceptional dentistry is that it's a, just a good place to come to have dental work done. From the staff, through the physicians, through the dentists, um, they're top notch. I, I just don't think you could find a better place to have dental work done than exceptional dentistry. This is Dr. Luis Rodriguez, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. World-class fishing, crystal blue waters, endless sunshine. There's so much about Florida's waterways to enjoy. Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission encourages you to take part in the National Spring Aboard Campaign and take a boating safety course today. You can take the course in a classroom or online. Just make sure you take a course. The knowledge gained by taking a course will make you and your family and friends safer and allow you to have more fun out on the water. To learn more, visit Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission at myfwc.com. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. You know, I have, I take great pride in remembering things, but sometimes I'm not sure what I had for supper the night before. But I don't remember doing that many interviews in the show. And I'm not complaining, I love doing that, but just it just happened to fall that way. And that's because, you know, January is kind of a lull month. But then in February, lacrosse starts and baseball starts and softball starts, and you're in the middle of basketball, so a lot going on. All right, we'll hear from you uh, to close out today. Gator sports, hoops, NBA trade deadline, whatever you want to talk about, 392-8255. And again, you can email the program at srussell at wruf.com. Porter, you're up. How are you? Hey, Steve. Um, I thought it was uh, interesting hearing uh, Coach Spurrier talking about the road because he's never been one uh, real high on individual achievements in the, you know, in the, in the team sports. And the first thing he did when he got here was unretire his number. But um, I thought it was interesting. He, he mentioned uh, winning four in a row, and I wonder if that was a, a comment. You know, Pat Dooley had a suggestion the other day, I think, uh, when uh, Spurrier was on the show, about uh, making a Werfel pass somewhere around the stadium. 
but uh, you know, I don't know to get to the Rhodes game. You have to donate a bunch of money. It seems like instead of uh, uh, you know, playing on the field. But I thought it was interesting because four, four straight SEC championships, ninety three, ninety six. We we know how that's the world's heavyweight championships. Right? That is you know, really well, impressive. When you get into that stuff, and and this is kind of a summertime thing, you know where do you where do you end that? Sure. Right. I mean, there's only so many streets. So, you know, do you do a Grant Holloway? You know, do you do? I mean, there's a probably a hundred people that you could take in that and have a legitimate case for saying, you know, name a street after him. So that's where it kind of gets. Not that Danny doesn't oh. deserve it, he does, but that's where it gets tricky. Well, exactly, and that was sort of uh, you know my, my take anyway of of Trichberger's opinion all along was not that wasn't that you know he didn't deserve some recognition, but that there's too many people that deserve recognition, and and uh, it's more of a slight to, to you know highlight a couple and not the others. But um, anyhow, uh, speaking of the road, it reminded me of uh, uh, something we happened to hear when Coach Furrier was coaching up in South Carolina. It was uh, the day of a Florida Georgia game. We're on the way back, and we're catching the tail end of South Carolina and Tennessee. And uh, South Carolina knocked him off in Knoxville. And you can tell that this is somebody's interviewing Coach Furrier right after the game on the field. And uh, they mentioned that um, he didn't know if, uh, uh, if he knew this or not, but uh, Peyton Manning was back um, having a road named after him before the game. And, he, you know, he never beat each all when he was here at, uh, at Tennessee. And Furrier cut him off and said, yeah, no, when he was up in Indianapolis, we beat him. Uh, the Redskins beat, beat him. Maybe he's our good luck charm. We got to take him with us wherever we go. And that's classic Spurry. I mean, it was hard to keep the road, keep the car on the road here and that. But uh, anyway, enjoy the show, Steve. Thanks. Porter, thank you. 3928255. You can email uh, Russell at wruf.com. Uh, this weekend, I'm just trying to think. I, I, I'm not sure about tennis, but I think women's tennis is playing today against Florida State. Gator Gymnastics has Missouri. Uh, the Gator women are playing tonight in basketball here. Uh, they're on the road at Georgia Sunday. Gator men are here against Vanderbilt. Softball's playing at the USF tournament. Uh, lacrosse opens its season here against Michigan. So, boy, a lot going on. Let's take a couple of emails here. William says, I just could not watch the game last night any longer. And the reason I couldn't is because of the obvious talent disparity between the two teams. It's night and day. How did Florida get to this point? I hope I do not offend when I answer the way I'm going to answer. You don't stay on top forever. Alabama, really good right now. And I was around when Wimp Sanderson was coaching there. They had some really good teams. But guess what? They've never been to a Final Four. Think about that. Never been to a Final Four. So, Florida has numerous times. It's all cyclical is what I'm trying to say, right? 
Three years ago, Alabama was a barely 500 team. And give credit to Coach Oates for what he's done to turn them around quickly. Take a school like Tennessee. I wonder what their fan base is saying about Rick Barnes. They have trouble scoring. And they have a nice regular season, but kind of like Gator fans with Mike White. They get to the tournament, and they kind of fizzle out. Well, I promise you there's a segment of that fan base that doesn't want Rick Barnes around. They want somebody else because they don't think he's taken them as far as he can take them. I understand. But that's just part of this. And there is no question. I mean, when you lose Castleton, that's a lot. But hopefully you go in the portal and you get somebody. You, you gotta, Kyle Lofton last night played 34 minutes and didn't hit a shot from the field. I'm not knocking him when I say that. I'm just factually saying when you look at 34 minutes and two points. So if that's going to be the case, you better be doing something extraordinary. Kugel last night. Nice spark. 15 points. 6 of 11. He actually shot the basketball pretty well. Kowasi Reeves in 20 minutes makes one basket. That's part of the issue here. That's just part of the issue. When you look at Alabama, Right, Some of their guys, Noah Clowney played 16 minutes, made four shots. But if you take away Brandon Miller, I, I did not know this, that they really, I mean, yes, Miller had the great game, but they had three players in double figures, and they made 15 threes, almost 50% from three. When you can make shots like that, big difference. If you look at the other statistics, they out-rebounded Florida by four. That's all. Florida got to the free throw line 31 times last night. They only went 15. So Florida did a pretty decent job of that. But Florida made four threes. They made 15 threes. I'm not great at math, but I, that tells me quite a bit, doesn't it? They got to flush this and beat Vanderbilt. Stevens says, with Florida's record and the remaining schedule, do you consider them a little bit of a long shot to make the tournament? Yes, I do. And I'll use your word there, Stephen, a little bit. They are a little bit of a long shot. I've not looked at bracketology today. I would imagine, I think Florida was, I think, the first four out last time. Lenardi updated it. I think he updates that tomorrow. I, I, I think Florida would be probably in the next four out. I, I don't know how much this loss really hurts them. I mean, Alabama's good, right? So... 
I, I just don't think they're going to get dinged that much. Remember, first four out were A&M, and they won, Florida, Seton Hall, and Oregon. What's going to be interesting is the last four buys were West Virginia. They got a big win last night. USC, Kentucky lost, and Arkansas. So there's four SEC teams right there that are sort of bubbly, right? A&M, Florida, Kentucky, and Arkansas. So, and Florida plays Arkansas head-to-head. That's on the road. I think it's next week, in fact. So that will be interesting. We will uh, now say goodbye. Again, no show tomorrow. All our thanks today to our guests. Gator lacrosse coach Mandy O'Leary. Gator men's golf coach J.C. Deacon. Former Gator and big leaguer pitcher Darren O'Day. Steffi Sorensen, former Gator women's basketball player now with the SEC Network, talking women's hoops. The great Mark Messier, talking National Hockey League from ESPN. And, of course, the ball coach, Steve Spurrier, naming that street after him tomorrow. And Tim Thompson from the Vanderbilt Network talking about the Commodores, Florida's next opponent. That is our show for today. Thanks to Zach for producing. We'll do this again Monday and talk all about the weekend sports activity. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. WRUF-Gainesville-U251-CG, Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, W.